Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Father, we are thankful and grateful tonight to be in your courts once again. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for this privilege and the opportunity you have given us to be here. Lord, we ask, oh God, that you speak to us tonight. We pray, Lord, may every word that is spoken from this pulpit, oh God, affect us individually. Holy Spirit, we ask that you have your way amongst us. Holy Spirit, we ask that you affect us in another special way like we have never been affected before. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you take your seats and take your books with me. Say, I have my copy. Do you have your copy? At this point in time, every church member, if you are a member of Lighthouse Chapel International, you should have your book for the season. This is Feeding 527. Please, if you are going to Sunday school, please leave quickly so that there will be no more movement. And if we can close the door, please, so that... um, We will not be disturbed by the children. Wonderful. How many of you have been blessed by this book? You realize we are almost done with this season. And um, like I said, you know, you are encouraged to read the book as much as you can. Use the book to do your quiet time. Study the book. And I believe that as you read, God will speak to you. This is, these are messages from our Father. Hallelujah. These are messages that our Father is preaching to us. And um, I believe that as we read and as we listen, God is ministering to us also. So we've been sharing from various chapters. And um, some of them we finished, some of them we did not, but I encourage you to finish. We are introducing the book to you. We are introducing the chapters, and um, I encourage you to listen to the messages. Let it even encourage you even more to read. Today we want to continue with chapter 4. Seven things you must know about the lay ministry. Seven things you must know about the lay ministry. Last week, we began sharing about these seven things that we ought to know about the lay ministry. 
And um, we, I think we went through number one and number two. We said the lay ministry will greatly enhance the work of church planting. That the lay ministry will greatly enhance the work of church planting. And we realized that um, without the lay ministry, there will be a limit to church planting. If God was to rely only on well-seasoned ministers, ministers who have gone through Bible schools, ministers who are full-time, who are completely 100% dedicated to the ministry. If God was to wait on such people alone to build churches, there will be a limit of churches that we can build. And I was sharing with you, even as an example, that Lighthouse Chapel International has been able to build many churches, and it is a result of a lay ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Lighthouse has many, many churches, many, many pastors, and we cannot, we, or we couldn't have had such number of pastors if we were waiting to have people who are fully committed to just doing the work of God. But we are such a blessed church, a church where we, are, we welcome people who want to work in the secular field and do the work of God also. And we have realized that these people are doing great work in the ministry. And as a result of that, the gospel is getting to various parts of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. And so we read about Paul, and we saw that Paul was able to combine the, lay, combine the ministry work with the secular work. Paul worked to take care of himself, and he also pastored churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul did the work of God as well as doing his own secular work. And as we studied Paul's ministry with the secular world, we realized that he's no different from us. Hallelujah. Amen. Our situation is no different from Paul's. Very similar situation when we look closely at Paul's life. That Paul also migrated to a place just like you. Paul moved to a place, had challenges. Paul had to have a roommate. Paul needed to share a room with a couple. Just like most of you had to share rooms with couples. And there are some of you that you don't need to share rooms even anymore. Paul happened to be in such awkward situation, just like you. There are people who live with others, and because of where they live, they don't even have time for the work of God, or they don't even have a desire to do the work of God. Amen. But Paul did not let such circumstances stop him. The fact that Paul had to work to take care of friends, he said he had to work to take care of friends. He had to send remittance to people. You know, there are people, at one, day, one day I was speaking to someone, and I said, why are you always working on Sundays? He said, I have a lot of people to take care of. 
I said, you have a lot of people to take care of. And for that reason, you can't serve God. Who said you are taking care of these people? You see, sometimes we feel we can take care of things. Sometimes we feel we are in control of things. Sometimes we don't have time for God at all because we come to a position where we feel it is our responsibility. We are in charge of this and we are in charge of that and we are in charge of this. You see, your life may be required of you for a moment. And you realize that you are not in charge of anything. Hallelujah. We were reading about King Hezekiah where he, when he was lifted up. And a lot of times, we tend to be lifted up when we have something to do with our hands, when we have work to do. That is when we tend to be lifted up. When we are unemployed, when we don't have a job, we tend to look for God. You know, and a lot of times, we are deceived when we find someone who is not working. When we know someone... When we, if you want to really know who is after God, give a person a job, and then you realize that this person is not after God. Yes. Amen. A lot of times I've realized that church, church members are available to come to work when there is no work secularly, when there is no living job, when, when they have lost their client or when their client has passed, then you see them in church. But when there's another client, you can't find them in church. When there is a job, you can't find... But Paul did not let this stop him. The Bible says every Sabbath, not some Sabbath, not some Sundays. You see, the fact that God has given us something to do with our hands, does not mean that we should stop serving him. God will never bless us and give us blessings that will take us away from him. Do you understand? That is why, that is why whenever you are getting a job and a job requires that it will take you away from the work of God or it will take you away from God, know that that is not coming from God. There is no way God will give you a job or God will bless you with something that will make the situation such that you cannot serve him. Understand, understand that Satan can also bring things to you. Satan can offer you things. And they, the fact that they look good, the fact that those things are attractive, does not mean that they are blessings from God. Understand that when Satan wanted Jesus to turn away from God, he offered him the world. He offered him beautiful things. He took him to the hilltop and said, if you will bow to me, all this I will give you. Now that is exactly what is happening to you. If you will leave this God and you will bow to me, and sometimes it is money that you are bowing to. And God has said, anything that you put before him becomes a God to you. Do you understand? So sometimes, you see, necessity Difficulty and understand also that you see, it was when Jesus was hungry that he was tempted. When he was in the wilderness where there was no mattress to sleep on, where he was homeless, where you needed a job so badly, that is when the enemy will offer you. 
And so you, it may look to you like this is the blessing, this is a breakthrough. God knows that I need a job and this is a breakthrough. God will not bless you with a blessing that will make you not serve him anymore. It's not, it's, it, you see, when, when the people of Israel, when the people of Israel were so much, they were occupied such that they couldn't serve God, God said, I will take you out. I will take you out. And if God will bring you to a wilderness such that you can serve him, he will do that. And if in the wilderness you'll be faithful to serve him, he'll provide you with food. He'll provide you with water. You will not need clothes. You will not need shoes. Even for 40 years you'll be in the wilderness. God will take care of you. Hallelujah. He will take care of you. Amen. So let us not always assume that your difficulty is such that it has taken you away from God. So whenever you are negotiating for a job and a schedule and it's taking you away from God, tell them, I have to serve my God. And then pray before you even go to receive such positions, such offers. Pray. And say, Lord, if this is not from you, may I not get it. And if it is your will, if it is your will, let it be so, so that I can serve you. That I can serve you. Amen. But Paul, when he, when he was working, though he needed to work to pay rent and to pay for food and to remit to friends, the Bible says every Sabbath, Paul went to the Jewish meeting. He spoke to the Jews and Gentiles and tried to win them over. Every Sabbath. Every Sabbath. Not some Sabbath. Not every other week. But every Sabbath. Hallelujah. So pray. And I have come to also realize that if it is your hard desire, if it is your hard desire that you want to serve God, because you see, what happens sometimes is that we accept the situation. And then you say that, but I have to work. And you should understand that I have to work. And God understands that I have to work. So you are set in the situation. But pray. If it is your hard desire that you want to serve God, God will make a way for you. God will make a way for you. God will raise someone who wants to take your shift such that you will never work Sunday. Yes. God will make a way for you. If it is in your heart. If it is in your heart. Amen. Amen. So we said, number one, that the lay ministry will greatly enhance the work of the church planting. Or the work of church planting. And number two, we said, it is possible to combine secular work with the ministry. It is possible to combine secular work with the ministry. Number three, the best New Testament example of a lay pastor is the Apostle Paul. So we're saying the best New Testament example of a lay pastor is the Apostle Paul. The best Old Testament example is the prophet Daniel. The best Old Testament lay pastor or an example of a lay pastor in the Old Testament, the best example we can look at 
is the prophet Daniel. Hallelujah. So we looked at Paul and we saw someone who has come to a place where it's like beginning life. Do you understand? You have migrated to a place and it's, you are beginning life. So you, are, you, you have to sleep someplace. You have to live with some people. You have to share with someone. You have to sleep in somebody's bathroom. I mean bedroom. Mercy on you that you don't have to sleep in a bathroom. But you have to sleep in someone's living room. When the, when the people wake up, you have to wake up also. You can't be sleeping till 8 p.m. if you are, 8 a.m. if you are sharing or you are sleeping in somebody's living room. Do you understand? So, can you relate to Paul? You can relate your life to Paul. Now we are, we are coming to a place where someone now has migrated to a place, just like some of you, and has lived there for a while, and has become known. Do you understand? He has also gone to their schools. Do you understand? He has also acquired some degree. He has acquired some certificate. And so when they are interviewing people for position, he also can wear his suit and tie and go. He doesn't need to share apartment with anyone anymore. He's in a system, and it's as if he's part of the system now. How many of you think that you know, not you, but you know someone like that? You know someone like that, you see? And this is Daniel. Now, whenever we talk about Daniel, I think we all know Daniel as a prophet. We know Daniel as a prophet. We talk about prophet Daniel. And so when we think of Daniel, we only imagine him in his priestly garment, in his priestly robe. Or maybe we imagine Daniel with the lions, in the lion's den. Whenever we talk about Daniel, maybe that is what comes in mind. Or you think of Daniel in a temple, you know, conducting his priestly duties. Maybe that is what you think whenever we talk about Daniel. We probably never imagine that the prophet Daniel will be in his suit. Do you understand? With his clean white shirt, with his tie, and with his briefcase. You can't imagine prophet Daniel with his briefcase, with his suit, and his New York Times in his hand, you see, and going to his limousine, and he will sit in the back of his limousine, and he will be chauffeured to his office. You see, you can't imagine Prophet Daniel like that. Ellen, isn't that so? You've never seen Prophet Daniel in that light. You think Daniel was always praying and fasting. You think of Daniel's principles of prayers. You think Daniel is always praying and Daniel is always dreaming or seeing visions. You see, you don't think that Daniel will also be sitting in, you know, his office with his computer and the phones and the phones will be ringing and he will be, his secretary will transfer calls to him and he says, I can't take this call now. He says, set this appointment for me. You can't imagine Daniel in that light. But Daniel was not a full-time pastor. 
Amen. Daniel was not a full-time pastor, or he wasn't a full-time prophet. Daniel held three great jobs, three great positions during the course of his ministry. And I'm talking about secular positions, secular jobs. Daniel held three important positions. Amen. During the course of his ministry. One, the first position, he was a member of parliament for the Babylonian province. He was a member of parliament for the Babylonian province. Now, I'm not sure the kind of work you do, but I think that the members of parliament, they are very busy people, especially if you do your work well. Do you understand? If you do your work well. There are certain countries, if you are a member of parliament, you can be... Anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. Daniel became a member of parliament for the Babylonian province. This is after he interpreted King Nebuchadnezzar's secret dream. Do you remember that story? King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And he forgot about the dream. So he called all the wise men and astrologers and the magicians in the nation. He summoned all of them. And he said, I had a dream, but I've forgotten about the dream. I need you to tell me the dream first and then tell me the meaning of the dream. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think that is a very, very interesting Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 48. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 48. The man had a dream. He cannot remember the dream. Someone has to go into his dream and remember the dream that he had, that he cannot remember. How many of you had had a dream but you, can, you cannot remember? You know, and then maybe you are having a conversation with someone and then somebody says something and then you remember. Yeah. That I hear, that I know is possible. Most of the time. Most of the time, that is possible. <laughs> Isn't that so? Most of the time, that is possible. That you had a dream, you cannot remember, and then you're having a conversation and then, oh, this thing that you said. It has reminded me of it. But now you are telling me to tell you the dream that you can remember and then give you the meaning of the dream. So he summoned all these people and they could not. They could not, one, tell him the dream. Less of all, to interpret the dream for him. You know, so they said, King, tell us the dream first and then we will tell you the meaning. For since the world began, we have never heard any man ask of another person or another man to tell him the dream that he had that he doesn't remember. Now, you know, that people said something, you know, the, um, the magicians and the astrologers, they said something that was very interesting that I wanted to, you know, and I don't think they really I'm trying to find that scripture. They said, um, 
It says, and it is, it is a rare thing that this is um, Genesis, uh, Daniel chapter 2 and verse, verse 10. It says, the Chaldeans answered before the king and said, there is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, no ruler that asked such things at any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. And it's a rare thing that the king requires. And there is none other that can show it before the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. They put it exactly what it is. There is no God except a God whose dwelling is not with flesh. Amen. Except a God whose dwelling is not with flesh. Now, when you don't lift up your eye to that God whose dwelling is not with flesh, but you are looking for what you need among flesh, you will never receive it. The things which are impossible, it is only by the God whose dwelling is not with flesh. Amen. It is only by the God whose dwelling is not with flesh. So they could not interpret the dream, or they could not tell him the dream. And the king said they should destroy all of them. They should kill all of them. So Daniel went to the king's Ammon bearer, or the leader, I think Ariok. Daniel went to Ariok. He was the one that had, the king had summoned to destroy the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel said he would like to come before the king. He would like to present him to the king. And then he came to the king and he said he should give him some time. And the king gave him some time. And then Daniel went, he talked to his friends. And they prayed, waited on the Lord. And then he appeared before the king. And I believe verse 42. In verse 42, it says, Well, I will not go over the whole dream, but Daniel came before the king and told the king exactly what dream he had. And then he gave the king the meaning of the dream. So now verse 48, after king, the Daniel had told the king the dream. The Bible says, then the, king, then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Then Daniel requested of the king and he set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Hallelujah. So when Daniel gave the meaning of the dream, well, when he told the dream and he gave the meaning of the dream, the Bible says that the king fell at his face down. And he realized that there is a God in heaven. There is a God whose dwelling is not among flesh. So Daniel now, who is an immigrant, Daniel who was a captive, Daniel, who had migrated from Judah, living in Babylon, he is now promoted. Amen. He is now promoted. And so he has become a very great man. 
He said the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. Can you imagine being a ruler over the whole province of Babylon? That was Daniel's first position. Now his second position was a second vice president to Belshazzar. Daniel became a vice president to Belshazzar in Daniel chapter 5. Let's turn our Bibles to Daniel, Daniel chapter 5. So do you see Daniel's first position? We don't know. We don't know. The Bible didn't tell us what really happened with Daniel's position when Nebuchadnezzar was no more a king and his son Belshazzar became the king. We don't know because from what the story continues on, it looks as if Belshazzar didn't know about Daniel. When Belshazzar also ran into trouble, that needed a wise man. So Daniel chapter 5 and verse 11. So Belshazzar, what had happened with him was that he also was having a party. And when King Nebuchadnezzar had taken the Jewish captive, he took all the golden cups and the silver cups that were in the temple and he brought them to his palace. So when Belshazzar, when he was having a party, he decided he was drunk. He was having a party with many girls and with his leaders. And he was drunk and then he asked that they bring all the golden cups and the silver cups, all the temple cups. They brought them and they were using them to drink and they were throwing them all over the place. And as they were in that feast, there was a hand that came and wrote something on the wall. So the Bible says, Belshazzar's countenance changed. He was shaking. Because have you seen a hand that just is a free hand? Just the hand. And it's just writing on the wall. You see, we want to see God. Right now, if there was a hand that just came, some of you will run away. You just saw a hand that is just writing something on a board. I think they will not even tell the pastor. By the time I realize, you see people take off. At least one person will call me and say, let's take off. So now the king, also King Belshazzar, called the magicians and astrologers and um, the, um, the wise men. And he asked them to look at the writing and interpret or give the meaning of the writing. And they couldn't. They didn't understand what was written. So he also intended to destroy all of them. But then the queen came. The queen came, just like father. The queen came in verse 10. He says, now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar thy father the king, I say, thy father, 
You see, King Nebuchadnezzar was not an easy guy. Do you understand? He was not an easy guy. So the queen is saying, even your father. He says, he says this man, you need to consult him. He says, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. So this is why I think that King Belshazzar didn't know much about Daniel. They didn't know much about Daniel. For as much as an excellent spirit, say excellent spirit. Excellent spirit. Beloved, desire to have an excellent spirit. Desire to have an excellent spirit. You know, you see, the queen is saying, for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation interpretation thereof. Amen. Amen. You see, the, king, the queen read Daniel's resume. But what I want to point out here to you is that if we had taken out excellent spirit and then we just went on with someone who had knowledge and understanding and the ability to interpret dreams, showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts, were found in him, perhaps the king will not have asked for him to come. You see, one thing that you want to desire is loyalty. You know, Daniel had worked under King Nebuchadnezzar. You see, there are some people who, when they work with one regime, and that regime is over, and now there's a new regime, they are not loyal. They are not loyal to the new regime. When, when you have one boss that you like so much, that he, now they, you like him so much, you are so loyal to him, and they bring a new one, you will continue to have that position because of the excellent spirit that is in you. Not because of your skill. Not because you are very good at what you do. People will continue to keep you and maintain you because of the excellent spirit that is in you. And that was the first thing that the queen mentioned. That there is an excellent spirit in him. May you have an excellent spirit in you. May you have an excellent spirit in you. That even as a Christian, when your pastor changes, when there is a new pastor, you will still have an excellent spirit. Amen. Amen. It is the excellent spirit that will take you far. That excellent spirit that is in you. Amen. So I was saying that King Nebuchadnezzar knew Daniel, knew him to have all these things, and the queen knew. But Belshazzar, if he knew, wouldn't he have called Daniel? He would have. But someone who was in that regime, because maybe Belshazzar was a little boy. Because I think when Belshazzar took over as a king, he was only like 30-something years old. So Daniel, the time that Daniel was working with his father, he was a little boy. But someone who was in the kingdom, such as the queen, he saw this man as having an excellent spirit. Hallelujah. Loyalty, it will take you far. It will take you far. So he says, 
Verse 17. Then Daniel came before the king now. It says, then Daniel answered and said before the king, let thy gifts, because you see the king now had promised. He says that when, if you are able to interpret, as I think in verse 16, he says, and I have heard of thee, this is the king telling Daniel, that I have heard of thee, that thou canst make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if thou canst read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, let thy gift be to thyself. You see, that is a man with an excellent spirit. You can't buy what he has. You can't buy the things that God has placed in him with money. You see, I am giving you a great key. Do you understand? If your goal, if your heart is only seeking after God, if that is what your heart is seeking after, all the other things, such as scarlet, such as gold, such as positions, they just add unto you. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? They just add unto you. So Daniel is saying, that is not the reason why I came. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, let thy gifts be to thyself. Keep your gifts and give thy rewards to another. Give those rewards to another person. The position you are promising, give it to another person. Yet I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpretation. Yet without the gifts. Seek ye first my kingdom. Seek ye first. All the other things, they are added. We don't seek them. They are added. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They are added. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? So, Daniel explained what the writing was. Daniel gave the meaning. He told the king what it means. It wasn't a really good news to the king. But verse 29, after the meaning, then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So this is Daniel's second position. He is now a third ruler of the kingdom. In that night was Belshazzar, the king of Chaldeans, slain, and Darius, the Median, took the kingdom, being about three score and two years old. That means 32 years, or 62 years. 62 years. Amen. Do you understand? So you see now, Darius, King Darius, has taken over. Now look and see that King Darius killed Daniel's boss. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Darius, if Darius has slain Belshazzar, it means Darius has just slain Daniel's boss, the one who promoted Daniel, the one who gave Daniel this great position, has been slain. And usually, 
When people come in power, they kill the boss. Everyone that is working for the boss is also gone. They want new people because everyone wants to work with people who are loyal to them. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So the fact that Daniel's boss is gone now, there's a new king in chapter 1. The Bible says, so we are going to the third position that Daniel held. It says, it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princesses which should be over the whole kingdom. This is Darius' new regime. This is Darius. Now he's also devising a strategy how he's going to rule his kingdom. So he says, it pleased him to set over the kingdom 120 princesses which should look over the whole kingdom. Maybe this is what Belshazzar didn't do. That is why his kingdom fell. But he has a new device. He has a new system. And verse 2 says, And over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was the first. Do you see that? Beloved, I hope you are learning something from this. Of whom Daniel was first. Of whom Daniel was first. Now the king, this king is bringing his people, but with his people, he has chosen how many people? How many? 120. 120. And he has set Daniel to be first. He says, of whom Daniel was first, that the princess might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. Do you understand the system? So there is the king, and the king now has 120 princes who are over the kingdom. And over these 120, he has selected three presidents. Do you understand? Who does not understand? This is a government system. We are learning about government. (laughs) There is a king and there are three presidents. First of all, the king, he chose 120 princesses. And then he selected, and over these, he set three presidents over the 120 princesses. Daniel is not even one, but now the three presidents that are going to overlook the 120 princesses, Daniel is one of them. Daniel is one of them. Amen. Isn't that amazing? I am telling you that this man maintained this position not because he was a good governor, not because he was a good typist, not because he was, a, he was a good interpreter of dreams, not because he had a good rapport when he met with governmental bodies, not because he was a good prime minister before, but this man was doing that work, working and still serving God. He was still serving God. And for that, there was an excellent spirit found in him. You cannot have an excellent spirit. There is no other spirit that is excellent except the spirit of God. You didn't understand it. I said there is no other spirit that is excellent except the spirit of God. Any other spirit 
That is not of God. It's a foul spirit. And that spirit will be found in you when you are committed to God. That spirit will be found in you when you are serving God. In your secular world, but you are serving God. You are a prime minister, but you are serving God. You are a governor, but you are serving God. You are a doctor, but you are serving God. You are a security guard, but you are serving God. You are a secretary, but you are serving God. You are a nurse, but you are serving God. An excellent spirit will be found in you. I said an excellent spirit will be found in you. You will find yourself always keeping a job. Always keeping a job. And moving you higher and higher. Because an excellent spirit is found in you. They will see that even as you are working as a governor, you are still serving God. You cannot have an excellent spirit in you just because you were a good secretary. They will only call you a good secretary. The queen said he has an excellent spirit in him. Excellent spirit. Because as he was in these positions, he was still serving God. Hallelujah. He has, he, has, he has come to in the land. He's not sharing room. This man has his own house. The Bible says he will go to his house, not his roommate's house. Like Paul. The Bible says he will go to his house and he will open his window. Enter his abode, enter his private room. And he's praying. Hallelujah. He says, and over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, of whom Daniel was first, three presidents, there are 120 princesses, three presidents, three presidents before the king. And out of these three presidents, they have selected Daniel to be first. Wow. The chief of the president, the chief of God. The chief of the president. Amen. Amen. Do you understand it? Because an excellent spirit was found in him. Because an excellent spirit. And I'll show you. It says, of whom Daniel was first, that the princess might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princesses. Why? Why? Because an excellent spirit was in him. Listen. Do not think that your job can take place of God. And you will go higher. That I will work hard. I will work Monday to Monday. Saturday to Saturday. Because I want to build this. Because I want this position. Because I want this degree. Because I want this certificate. If you are going to go higher, if you are going to go higher, closer and closer to the king, let there be an excellent spirit in you. Hallelujah. Let there be an excellent spirit in you. Let there be an excellent spirit in you. He says he was preferred, not because he was good at his job, not because when Daniel writes a letter, all the kings will agree. Not because Daniel was good at speeches. 
Not because Daniel was good at campaign, when he was campaigning for the king, but it was because there was an excellent spirit that was with him. And the excellent spirit, it came as a result of continually relating with God and doing the work of God. You can do your carnal work as busy as it is and still serve God. Hallelujah. He said, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents. Above the presidents and the princesses. Not because he was a good worker, but because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Over the whole realm. Your work will not get you far. Your degree cannot take you far. Over time will not take you far. Those extra hours on Sunday that you go to work, it will not take you far. By now you should have realized that already. What is going to take you far is when you are closer and closer and closer to God, such that another spirit, the spirit that is in you, will change. The spirit that is in you will be transformed, such that there will be an excellent spirit found in you. An excellent spirit. It is that excellent spirit that will take you far. He says the king preferred him because an excellent spirit was in him. An excellent spirit was in him. The king did not find an excellent spirit in the other princesses who were traveling and working over time, spending many hours in the office, doing extra work. There was not an excellent spirit. They were not preferred. And the king thought of now setting him over the whole realm. Over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princesses sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. Are you surprised? We are all hired, we all went to the same school, we all went to Hostos Community College. We all did this, and we all finished, and we all applied, and they hired all of us the same day. The same day, all of them were hired. And now you seem to be going higher and higher than us. Suddenly they are calling you and they are giving you this position. For the excellent spirit that is in you, your boss will just call you and say, today, this is your new position because of the excellent spirit. I say, let there be an excellent spirit in you. And that they will call you. They will call you. They will select you amongst your colleagues. They will select you. And they say, you, we are putting you in this position. Not because you are good at what you are doing, but because of the excellent spirit that is in you. Because of the excellent spirit that is in you. So they were jealous. They were jealous. When people are jealous of you, it means you are blessed. Amen. When your neighbors are jealous of you, it means you are blessed. Amen. You are not blessed until people are jealous of you. You are not blessed. So when people are jealous of you, don't be sad. Say, but I'm humble. I don't know why people are jealous of me. You are blessed. That is why. (laughs) Amen. 
It says, Then the presidents and princesses sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault, for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you understand what we are reading. Look, there was another version that I was reading in this scripture. I want to see if I can find, I don't remember what version I was reading. Maybe it's an NIV. Let me read the NIV. It says, verse 3, Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps, those are the princesses, by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. At this time, the administrators, you see, I am trying to let you see that your life is in the Bible. Your life is in the Bible. Amen. Amen. There are some of you who are still in the Paul state. You are still sharing room. You are still doing certain work. There are some of you also who have still now, you are now wearing suit and reading New York Times and holding briefcase and with Starbucks coffee. Amen. Those are the signs of you have arrived. So with this Muhammad coffee that you are buying with a bagel on the street side with, with, with cream cheese like this they put on it you think you have arrived. No. Amen. It says, at this time, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs. That is what I'm looking for. They were trying to find something against Daniel in his conduct of the government affairs. They were trying to find something wrong with his work. They were trying to find that Daniel is always late to appointments. They were trying to find out that when Daniel writes the letters, the governors refuse to do things. They said they were trying to find something wrong with Daniel's conduct of government affairs. But they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him. Because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. What a worker. You can never become this kind of worker unless there's an excellent spirit in you. Unless there's an excellent spirit in you. Such that your co-workers, they can't find anything. I mean, what kind of person, what kind of person is that? That your co-workers cannot find anything wrong with you. Except that the God whose dwelling is not among flesh, he's covering you. He's protecting you. He covers your mistakes. You write things that are not correct, but he will cover it. That God whose dwelling is not with flesh. He will cover you. 
Amen. That God will cover you. He said, they could not find anything wrong with him. Anything wrong with him. Because Daniel, Daniel, when the people, after the weekends, that they have finished work Friday, that they are going to the pubs and the clubs and they are drinking, Daniel is running to the prayer meeting. When the people have finished work and they say, ah, we are tired, we work all week, and they are going home to relax, to watch their Nigerian movies, Daniel has come to the church to pray. So when Daniel has finished praying all night and Monday he goes to work, he's not coming with his own. There is another spirit in him. It is called an excellent spirit. The spirit that does not make mistakes. The spirit that rises and there's no mistake. There is a new spirit in him that is doing the work for him. There's another spirit that does not make mistakes. There's another spirit that does not forget. There's another spirit that, that, that makes you check the email. There's another spirit that makes, that makes you respond to the email. There's another spirit that flashes the email in front of you. Say, you need to respond to this. There's another spirit that makes, you say, this letter was delayed and it's mailed. You say, where is it? Your boss has it already. Another spirit. Another spirit. So he said, they could not find anything wrong with him. They know, they know the work they do. They know that there is no way that we can find something because if there wasn't a room for error, they wouldn't be looking for it. They knew that there was a room for error. They knew that there are people who come and give you certain gifts so that you give them this contract. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So he said, there was an excellent Spirit found in him. Excellent spirit. So Daniel conducted his government affairs. They could not find anything wrong with him because he was trustworthy. No corruption. He was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, this man said, finally, they came to a conclusion. They said, we will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. May it be found in you. You see, may, may they see, you see, you're walking around the job and they know you are such a gentleman, you are such a lady, you, are such, you don't talk, but let them come against you when they are trying to take your God from you. Then they should see another side of you. Then they should see another side of you. Let them take your Sunday away from you. Then they should see another side of you. Let them try to take you away so that you can't serve your God anymore. Then they will see another side of you. They said, if we are going to get something wrong with Daniel, the only way we will get something wrong with Daniel is when we try to take his God away from him. You don't understand the message, huh? He says, we will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. Unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So these administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, making Darius live forever. 
You see, whenever you are going to make something with a boss to do the wrong thing, praise him. You wrap him first. You say, you know, since we have been in this company, we have not seen one manager like you. The moment you say that he's ready to do everything that you want. He says, making Darius live forever. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days, except to you, your majesty shall be thrown into the lion's den. Amen. Amen. So you say, they come and they say, anyone, they come to your landlord. Your roommate comes to your landlord. Anyone who does not pay his rent by the faith of the man. Because you see, your work situation is hard. You have to come to church on Sunday. You have to come to church on Sunday. So anyone who cannot pay his rent by the fifth of the man, you should throw him out. <laughs> now your, your apartment, I think the way people are, now people are paying so much, I think you should raise your rent, the monthly rent a little bit. Because, you see, sometimes you don't understand certain things. Because they want you to stop going to church on Sunday. They want you to now work extra time on Sunday. There was someone who was very committed, came to give a testimony, and he was so blessed, and then they raised his rent. <laughs> oh, yes. They raised his rent. You see, you don't understand. You don't understand that these things, they are the work of the devil. And you need to be wise and rise up and say, they have increased my rent, but I serve a God whose dwelling is not with flesh. And he will take care of me. That I will still come and I will still serve. But you see, you relax and say, you know, it's not me. The way my rent is now, if I don't work on Sundays, the way I want this scale now, the way I want this promotion now, the way I want this, if I don't work on Sundays, Things will not work out. So they said, anyone, any man that will pray to any other God except you, your majesty, issue the decree, the decree that he'll be put in the lion's den. Hallelujah. Now your majesty, issue that decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. It pleased him. They told him that, long live the king. We are with you forever. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, when Daniel heard that they had published this decree, 
that will take him away from praying to God. He went home to his upstairs room. You don't even have an upstairs room. Your room is, well, some of you live on the fifth floor. And sixth floor. So I should say that you have an upstairs room. But once you enter, that's it. You are on the level room. But Daniel, the Bible says, he went home and went to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Increase rent or no rent. The gas price has gone up or no. The election went this way or not. My job is this way or that. No matter what is happening, I will continue to serve my God. No matter what your situation becomes, you can still serve God. I say you can combine your secular work and still serve God. You can have a position, a higher position, and go up higher and higher. You can still serve God. You can still pastor a church. You can still be a shepherd. You can still study and pass an exam. Amen. You can still learn verses, learn scriptures. No matter what school you are going to, no matter what degree you are taking, you can still serve God. You can still take classes. You can still be a shepherd. Sit down in a church and be taught. There is a God. I said there is a God. says three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. The King James, I like the King James. Let's look at that. It says just as he had done a time. As he had done a time. It says oh. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed he went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Say to your neighbor, I will do it as I did. Say, I will come for prayer meetings. As I did, a full time. I will do my quiet time. As I did, a full time. Election or no election. President or no president. Job or no job. Married or single. Children or no children. I will serve my God. As I did. A full time. Hallelujah. Amen. I will, do, I, will, I, will, I will do it again. I will do it. As I did. I will do it. I will come for the prayer meetings as I did. No matter what the situation is. I will do it. He says, he did as he did. He, said, he, he thanked God. He says, and gave thanks before his God as he did a full time. 
Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Some of us, small school. We can't go, we can't come to church anymore. Some of you, small ABC certificate that has come in your hand. ABC certificate. ABC. ABC. Fordham Road University certificate that has come in your hand. No more. You can't come to church anymore. The Bible says, Paul, he says that, he said, every Sabbath, every Sabbath, he will go and work. He will work. And then on the Sabbath, he will come to the temple and he will reason with the people. Amen. Does somebody understand the scriptures? He says, as he did aforetime. Verse 11. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying. You for your position? Should I go and pray and lose my position? You see, listen, listen, listen to me. Whether we are serving God or we are not. Whether we are serving God or we are not. Let's make our mind and let's decide. You see, that is why God says, either you are hot or you are cold. By this you are honey whore kind of service, he says, I will spill you out. I will spill you out. Like you are not hot, like you are not cold. We don't know where you stand. This prayer meeting, that uh, would you come? We don't know. You see, we should be in a state that we know that you will come. I know that he will be here in a prayer meeting. No matter what. I know that he will be here in a prayer meeting. No matter what is happening. That, that we know that when it is like that, God will meet your needs. You see, God will meet your needs. Let us make our minds. Whether we are, whether we are serving God or we are not. Because I think you are wasting a lot of time sitting here and you are really not fully. You understand? Cold and warm. It doesn't work like that. Amen. You are lukewarm. It says, Daniel, he says, he opened his window. He says, he opened his window. He is not hiding to pray. Because I'm afraid I may lose my job. Because he knows that where he is, he was set in that place by another person, by a spirit that is in him, by an excellent spirit. And it is that excellent spirit that has sought him through three regimes, three regimes, different government. Killing masters. And he's still holding his position. And he knew, he knows that the only way he could have maintained these positions in these three regimes is because every prayer meeting he is there. Every Sabbath he's in the church. Faithfully. And the people found in him, they say he is faithful. Do you understand what is faithful? That means constant. He's loyal. You see, all we want to know what is in your heart is to give you not the pre- one of the three presidents, but one of the princes. Let's give you one of the princes. We will know what's in your heart. 
Look, we serve a faithful God. We serve a living God. Let us make our minds to serve him well. Let us make our minds to serve him well. Let us frame our minds to serve him well. The impossibilities, the things that are impossible. You see, it is not possible with man such that they will kill the king. They will kill this king that you are prime minister to. A prime minister in the previous regime. And they have overthrown the government. And yet, you are still maintaining, except that there is a God that is setting, except there is another God that is setting you in those positions. Let us serve God well. Let us serve God well. Let not this small job that you have, there is so much that God wants to do for you. There is so much that God can do for you. Let us not, this small job that you have, this small certificate, this small degree, because of that you can't serve God anymore. Because you have to pay rent. Paul had a roommate. Paul, Paul was sharing room. Paul had a roommate with Aquila and Priscilla. We don't know which is which. Which one is a man and which one is a woman. But we know that Aquila was a man. Paul was sharing room with them. And he still was able to work, pay his rent. Just like you. You are not the only one that is paying rent. You are not the only one. You are not the only one that has roommates. You are not the only one. The Bible says Paul had moved to Corinth. You are not the only one who has moved to New York. You are not the only one. You are not the only one that is living in, in someone's living room. You are not the only one. Paul was sharing apartment with Priscilla and Aquila. And he, he, he will go to work. He will go to work. And then at the end of the week, you know, there are some places you pay your rent by the end of the week. At the end of the week, they are taking their rent. And then he will work and he will pay them. And then he will go back to work. And Monday, he will work. But the Sabbath, the Bible says he will be in the temple, reasoning with them. Reasoning with them. Reasoning with them. Amen. Reasoning with them. Say so these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. They are not afraid. These men went as a group and they found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king. You see, let it be, let it be. That you, the only way we will find you, the only way we will find anything, it is about the church. You see, Daniel, if you are looking for Daniel, the only way you will catch him, if people are looking to catch you, if the FBI is looking to catch you, the only place they can find you is in the church. For you, the only place they can find you is if they are waiting that they will see you robbing someone in a bank or you, the only way they will find you is in the church. So come to think about it. If they have to come to the church to find you, you are saved. Amen. Amen. If there's anything, if people, you see, some of you, if they are looking for you, they have to go to African markets. They have to go to the point. The joint. Some of you, that is the place they will find you. Some of you, if we are looking for you, 
we have to go to the adoring. Where are the, this place, where are the parties now? None of you go to the parties. I'm the only one that goes. Ganapa. Ganata. On Webster. You see, some of you, you say, ah, Monday to Friday, we can't find you. You are too busy. But Saturday, when we come to Ganata, we will find you. There we will find you. But may it be said of you, may it be said of you, the only place that they can find him, the only place, if you are looking for him, if he's not working, the only place where you can find him is in the church. It's in the church. If he's not working and you are looking for him, he's in the church. They say he went to a party, it must be some church party. They said they are out on a Saturday, they can't find them, they are not in town, it must be some Agabapto fest. For you, let it be church, 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 church. Another spirit will be found in you. As you are with the church and church and church, an excellent spirit will be found in you. That the job that you are not asking for, he says, keep your gifts, Cain, keep your gifts, keep your gifts, keep the position. But for me, I will just give you the interpretation. Those things, they will be added to you. They will be added to you. Hallelujah. When an an excellent spirit is found in you, when an excellent spirit is found in you, they will call you, as you are walking, they will call you like this. They will just call you like this. You say, I don't know why, but I feel like giving you this. I don't know why, but I feel like giving you this. Nothing that you have done. Not because you are a good worker. Not because you write better letters. Not because you dress, nice, you dress nicely. Not because you, because you see there are many people who are in the same level like you. You see, there were three presidents. That means they all qualify to be in that position. Three, three like this. And then out of them, one. They said, you, be above all of them. Because you are a good president. Because your, your letters are nice. Because your speeches are nice. But because an excellent spirit is found in you. Our time is up. Put your hands together. And stand to your feet. Because an excellent spirit is found in you. Because an excellent spirit is found in him. So an excellent spirit is found in you. An excellent spirit. It comes with your association with God. An excellent spirit. An excellent spirit. They are planning to harm you. But you continue to seek for this excellent spirit. It is that which will set you free. They are planning to put you in a lion's den. Your bosses are planning to fire you. That your situation will be like being in the lion's den. But when there's an excellent spirit in you, even lions, they will bow before you. Say there was an excellent spirit found in him. Excellent spirit. Excellent spirit. Let there be an excellent spirit. Your association with God. Yes, you are working, but you are seeking your God. Yes, you are busy. You are busy working, but you are seeking your God. You are busy going to school. You are busy studying for your exams. But you are seeking and doing the work of God. An excellent spirit. An excellent spirit. It will set you on high. It will deliver you. 
It will deliver you from your enemies. It will set you among kings. It will set you among leaders. When an excellent spirit is in you, kings will prefer you. Presidents will prefer you. When there's an excellent spirit found in you, like oh, you. you'll be preferred. You'll be chosen. You'll be selected. Oh, yes. When an excellent spirit is in you, oh, Lord, may we be found with an excellent spirit. Oh, Lord. When men look at us, may they see Jesus. When people look at you, may they see Jesus. Unbelievers, they will look at you. Their queen, who was an unbeliever, she looked at Daniel and said, There is an excellent spirit in the man. Even your father, even your father, I say your father, he found an excellent spirit in this man. Why not call him? Why not choose him? Why not select him? Excellent spirit. Excellent spirit. You are an excellent spirit. Let there be an excellent spirit. I wanna be more like I wanna be an excellent spirit. Is that your heart desire? That when men look at you, they will see Jesus. Come on, say I wanna be more like you. Jesus, I wanna be a person you went through. I wanna be more like I wanna be a person you went through. Why don't you lift up your hands one more time and just sing for the last time? I, I, I wanna be more like Lord, we desire an excellent spirit. That spirit of God, let it be found in us. That excellent spirit of God, let it be in us. We desire to be like you. forward, the way to move upwards. Lord, we thank you for showing us how we can sit and dine with kings and with princesses. How we can be selected. How we can be chosen. Lord, your word teaches us that when an excellent spirit is found in us, when your spirit is in us, when we have associated with you, when we have served you, when we have walked with you, when we have become like you, 
when men see Christ in us, when unbelievers see an excellent spirit in us, for the queen did not know God, but he saw that there was an excellent spirit, another spirit that was in Daniel. Lord, when people look at us, let them see Jesus. When people look at us, let them see another spirit in us. When people look at us, let them see an excellent spirit in us. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. We give you honor. Our bosses will see excellent spirit in us. Our co-workers will see excellent spirit in us. People who make decisions about us, they will see excellent spirit in us. May we be favored. May we be selected. Because we have set aside to serve you. Father, we will work and we will serve you. We will do our secular work and we will still serve you. And Lord, as we serve you, may we be preferred. May we be chosen. Like Daniel, may we be selected far at the back. He was among the people of Judah that were arrested. He was among the captives of Judah. But Lord, you brought him far. You brought him nearer and nearer to the king because there was an excellent spirit. Because he never ceased praying to you. We desire that spirit of Daniel that will continue to serve you. That will continue to serve you. That will continue to pray to you. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. Today, you say, I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, I would like you to lift up your hand. You say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me to give my life to Christ. If that is you, you want to give your life to Christ. If that is you, you want, you're saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone like that? Why don't you all join me and say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Tonight, I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap for Jesus? Somebody clap for Jesus. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.